The third exclusive new character is coming to Marvel Strike Force. In this video, we're covering everything we know so far about Spider Weaver and the rest of the Tangled Web team. We're in the midst of another confusing month-long milestone event. Will this month's event be worse than last month's? There are more errors and nerfs this week, and we're discussing all with you in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. This week, I am joined by my brother, Dorky Dad, and if you're ready for it, Dorky Dad, tell him what to do, my brother. Let's go get tangled. Valley flying. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, Valley Maniacs? I am Valley Flying. Welcome back to the Valley Flying channel. Hope you're having a great day. Now, if this is your first time here, hit that subscribe button for more great Marvel Strike Force content. At least five Marvel Strike Force videos per week on this channel. If you have already subscribed, welcome back. Yes, we got a lot to discuss this week. Some good, some bad, some very, very questionable decisions made by Scopely over this past week. Now, this is the weekly news update, and I'm just looking at the list of topics. There's a lot of topics, so this is normally a long video. This one may go longer than usual, but if there is something that you really want to see, a topic that you want to see, make sure you check out the timestamps down below, and if you're listening to the podcast version of this, give it a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to, but dorky dad... How the heck are you, my friend? How are you enjoying Marvel Strike Force this week, considering all the errors, all the nerfs? Are you having fun in the game right now? Uh, I might be a little desensitized to this point, but I'm just like, <laughs> okay, okay. And like, I'm super bright, so I'm trying to look on the bright side of things. I like it. I like it. And you're literally brighter than normal because of all the the darkness that Scopely is giving to all of our resources this week. But uh, I got to say, I'm a little excited for this new character. I, I like some of these characters. And we got a new exclusive character that was just revealed a few, few minutes before we started recording this. It is Spider Weaver. This is the uh, new character coming. No, so the rumors about uh, one of the characters being Madam Web, it is Spider Weaver. So mm -hmm. this was on GameStop and the uh, Game Informer, excuse me. And uh, you can check out all the article here, but I do want to talk about the highlights here. The Navajo figure, Spider Woman, Naashijay. Ashanda. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. It seems a little different than uh, what is described in the data mines, though. And that is a character called Spider Weaver. Uh, this will be a part of the Tangled Web team, which also features Spider-Man 2099, so confirmed, and Spider-Noir. So this pick right here, we have uh, Spider Weaver, Spider-Man 2099, and Spider-Noir. So all four of the five characters are confirmed. I think it's very uh, likely that the next character is after that is going to be Mr. Negative. And uh, Scopely is intentionally leaving this team as a trio, allowing players to figure out what works best in the fourth and fifth spots. It's going to be for Cosmic Crucible, the new PvP game mode. How exciting is this team for you right now? You think this is going to be better than the Wakandans, as good as the Unlimited X-Men, or somewhere in between? Yeah, I think they'll be between. I think they'll be better than Wakandans and worse than the Unlimited team. It'd be it'd be very unfortunate if they release a Cosmic Crucible team, what, two patches after Unlimited that already unseat them? But, uh, I mean, that remains to be seen. The fact that they're leaving it as a trio means that we're going to get to theorycraft with it, so... 
you know the community is smarter than the devs in most things and will probably find a way to make this team an absolute nightmare on the defensive end. What do you what do you think about there's only three characters? Do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? Is this bringing theory crafting back or is everybody going to be everybody going to be using the same characters in that fourth and fifth spots? Well, it might depend on the rooms, right? Because they're going to be switching up the Crucible rooms here after preseason ends. So you yeah. might have different variations of this team with different allies as the fourth and the fifth, uh, depending on the room that's in, or maybe you're going to find an offensive. Maybe maybe this team will be another Darkhold answer. It, it, there's so much untold, and the, the fourth and fifth slot to me is more of an exciting factor than like a bad thing because I only need to be, build three new characters instead of five. I only need to buy three new characters instead of five. So to be so like exciting. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, as far as it, the only thing that concerns me, and it really does, is there's only six fights per Crucible right now. And it feels like the defense is just getting heavier and heavier and heavier. So I really hope this team turns out to be a dud on defense, but an all-star on offense. It's because they don't want us getting as much Cosmic Crucible credits, Dorky Dad. That's why the defense is going up. That's why they did out all that stuff to war defense, which they kind of reverted this week. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. And we'll talk a little bit more about this kit-specific for Spider Weaver and what this team does and their potential counter that's already in, that could be in the game right now. Let me leave you this last paragraph and get your response to it before we move on to uh, this trashy Hulk Hunter event. Uh, while Scopely doesn't foresee any particular characters as a surefire addition that work well with the web uh, Tangled Web Trio, all three members have the Spider-Verse tag, making them work well with older characters from that corner of the Marvel Universe. It does depend on how you want to play with some of the theming and the tags, because certainly with Spider-Verse, you could drop Doc Ock and maybe someone else. Maybe we could mix and match a little, Dugan says. Maybe you could get some damage dealers in, like, Electro, Symbiote Spider-Man, who is a pretty solid character for a lot of people. You could definitely have some pairing things like Cloak and Dagger or the Eternals that fit. And I find it interesting that when you have these three-person teams, there are a couple of other slots. allows for opportunities for the other players to explore. So Eternals pretty much dominate everywhere. Are, are you, are just, just by hearing what you uh, heard here, are you thinking you're going to make more use of that Spider-Verse tag or bring in a duel like a Cloak and Dagger or the Eternals that are very, very dominant in the game right now? It's really going to depend on how this new, uh, I don't know how to say her name, I'm just going to call her Spider Weaver, how she gets her charge mechanic. If she starts charged, then that might change things as to who you try and take them on with and who you bring them in with. Because uh, if she starts charged and the enemy can't hurt you off the bat, you could bring in some slower characters, like maybe a, maybe a Black Bolt. Or, or, you know, some slower characters that they have that protection, they'll actually get to take their turns, which is good. Uh, but just like them, I, my immediately go-to, Eternals, make the team overpowered, make it crush. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I start thinking about the rooms as well, so maybe this will be the new Cosmic Catastrophe room, and you're not going to want to bring your Eternals in there, because it's cosmic, or maybe it's, you know, going to be good city mystic. Uh, so Cloak and Dagger will fit in there for, like, a room four, if they carry that one over. So there's a lot that goes into it, but yeah, I, I see where they're going with this. So uh, we, we've had some room bonuses in the past. This is, and if the data mines are correct, it looks like preseason is ending and we're gonna get a third set of room bonuses. Do you think that's gonna be a trend for Cosmic Crucible to keep switching those room bonuses and have to keep redoing our defenses, redoing our teams? Or do you think once that season, the, the normal season launches, we're gonna have those rooms for a while? 
I hope not. I hope they, they do keep switching it up. I think every two, maybe every three months is a good benchmark to switch it up. But that doesn't mean they need to throw out their room ideas into the garbage after that time, right? Mm. They can build maybe like 30 different room ideas and every three months switch it up and have, you know, pick, pick and plug some mm. of those room ideas. And I like maybe, that. yeah. So m- maybe next time we'll have the speed bar one back and we'll also have the mutant crit one at the same time so they can kind of mix and match it like that so i do hope they change it uh and i hope they don't just throw out you know some of the more fun rooms that we've had you know that's a good idea and especially considering scopely how lazy the dev team is with this you know not having them do work every two three months just give a just have them do the work once and just rotate oh let's choose these I guess it wouldn't be six because first you don't have bonuses, but let's choose these bonuses here and yeah. uh, let's rotate them through. I like that idea. That's a very good idea. Now, uh, there was some confusion on this Hulk Hunter event that launched yesterday, and some of that has to do with these new times that they're giving us. But uh, we had the first, uh, this Hulk Hunter milestone go live. And at first, this Stark R&D milestones in the milestone section said uh, it's going to go live on 9 one was asked about it in the Envoy chat. Archangel said this, and he said this was proper to share. It should go into preview at 831, which is this Stark R&D event that we have in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Though an actual event will start on 9-1, then end on 9-7. Later in the day, though, he sent this communication out. The R&D event milestone was intended to go live today at 2 p.m. alongside the Hulk Hunter meta event, but... Uh, appeared as a preview instead of going live. This event is now scheduled live at 5 p.m. So at the previous server reset, August 31st, repeat tomorrow at uh, and repeat tomorrow at 2 p.m. as originally intended. So there's a little bit of a gap. There's a three-hour gap that we're missing here between uh, for the first day. The We will monitor the event to ensure it performs as expected. We apologize for the confusion and enjoy using your Bionic Avengers in the Stark R&D milestone event. Uh, what happened here? I mean, this is so much miscommunication. We've got milestones all over the place. If we go back into the game, this first milestone was not communicated at all in the blog post, and it does have a ranking reward. So uh, if you watch my video from earlier today, guys, I said that, that there's no reason for you to continue blitzing. Well, there's a caveat that unless you want to get these ranking rewards for this, and uh, who knows if they're gonna if they have solved the cheating problem what 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 do you, what happened with this debacle of all these start times, all this miscommunication of this uh, Hulk Hunter event, Orky Dad? Yeah, so clearly, because I think in the original blog it said the thirty first, right, or the thirtieth, or whatever it, it was. It did say the thirty first, and then he sent that communication. He's like, no, it's uh, that's, that's supposed to be a preview on the thirty first, and not. And then he sent the one that we were looking at here that said, oh, it, it's, yeah. it's going to go live on the thirty first, but a little later. So just. A lot of confusion over at Scopely. Yeah, completely just all over the place. Uh, I don't know if it's on Archangel's end, if it's the information he's being given, if they're making changes on the fly based on how the community is reacting to the initial issue of it not coming at the same time as the Abomination Monthly started. I don't know what they're doing over there. They don't know what they're doing over there. We just roll with it. <laughs> I don't know at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to enjoy in this game, but there's a lot of errors that need to be fixed that'll increase the enjoyment and at least for me, make me want to spend. But Scopely uh, just concerns with the characters, offering the characters and selling instead of uh, making this a more stable game environment. 
Let's talk about these milestones, though. Uh, there's been some controversy about these actual milestones. The first thing that we saw in data mines, as was confirmed in the blog post last week, that we're not actually getting any abomination shards. We're getting this Gamma Goliath orb, which is a very RNG uh, orb. You know, this, this you could get you could get all of these uh, unlocks here, all of these orbs, and not unlock abomination as a free-to-play player so that's that's the first thing there how do you feel about these uh, abomination orbs i absolutely hate it i hate it so much i already didn't like the monthly long events because they take too long to get you your payout and you're, you invest so much time into them and now they're slapping rng on that and it's just like if you win big and you get that oh i got 100 abomination shards in one pull you take like, oh this is gonna feel great uh, but then maybe the next month you're not going to get anything but the bare minimums. And I think you get like 60 shards or something ridiculously small like that. And then it's going to feel awful. I don't understand why they want big winners and, well, mostly losers. And, and just give us the 180 for the month. Like, it's... People were already upset. Why would you do something that you know is going to make it worse? Make it more maybe, controversial. Yes. Maybe they're just, uh, screw it. You know, people are upset. Let's make it even worse. See who sticks because the players that stick around are going to be frustrated. They're going to spend even more money with us. No, is, that, do you th is that what they're thinking? Well, shit, I did buy an, an extra abomination offer to make sure I got that fifth red star. So. Oh, man, it's working. Uh, Their psychology is working on your dorky dad. I'm the problem. I'm going free to play. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is one big problem, and I think I think uh, here's the thing: before, if we grind a lot, we knew what we were gonna get. Uh, somebody could do nothing, get this big pull, and uh, we'd be grinding a lot more than them, and they get worse. They end up with more shards than us, and that that is that is the the problem that I see with this. You know, I want to be rewarded for my time efforts. Or money spent, but uh, you yeah. know someone could just get some good RNG and don't have to do anything, and that 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 uh, makes me a little upset. What what do you think they'll do? Do you think they have time to switch this during this, or should we just say this month is what it is, and we could hope that uh, the previous the next month, October, we'll get back to guaranteed shards. It depends on the success of this event. If if they make more money from this, if people are more engaged from this, we might just see this continue to be the case, which would be horrible. Um, right. So I mean, hopefully it fails. <laughs> All right, so speak with your wallets, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. If you enjoy this kind of event, spend money on it. Let's go please know that you like all this RNG. If you don't though, spend a little on this. Show them that uh, this is not what the players want. Now, one big thing here that I liked Mm -hmm. And it's gone. You know what I'm going to say. The dark yeah. promo credits. Where the heck did they go? We got more and more characters that need those dark promo credits. Ultron just got a few more. Uh, Doom. There's rumors of an Ultron rework that we're going to discuss a little bit. Why did they take this out? Do they just want us to buy that? Were they too generous? Did they think they were too generous on this first uh, few month-long milestones event? What? What? Why did they take this out? Or 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 was it an oversight? No, it, it's pure greed. If we don't see, what was it, 500 plus 75 or what? If we don't see 700 or so dark promo credits in different events sprinkled out through this month, it's pure greed and I hate it. And I absolutely hate Red Stars and how they're now forcing you to roll fewer dice on their worst 
RNG mechanic in the game, which is red stars. If you don't have the right red stars, characters aren't usable. If you're not getting four or five, that character's trash. And what yeah. they want you to do is open your regular stars during the 10, per, 10 times dark promo credit. Cool. Well, now you have six, seven elite orbs that you get to gamble on to try and see if this character is going to be actually usable by you. And guess what? If not, hey, they got some new Elite 4, Elite 5 offers coming at you in the store right away. It's trash. And the reason they put six and seven red stars on characters like Morgan Le Fay, Rogue, soon to be Red Skull, and soon to be Archangel, come on. It is so blatantly greedy and awful and terrible for the health of the game that you're forcing players to play this kind of a, a management where they can't manage it. I, I hate it so much. I hate it. Preach, brother. I think the majority of the community feels exact same way about uh, Red Stars as you. Uh, here's the thing, though. You said if they don't make it up in milestones with these dark promo credits and all that stuff, do you expect that we're going to be made whole with our T4s that we're missing that we're going to talk about from the War Rewards, uh, the dark promo credits that we're missing from here? Do you think that during these monthly events that go in conjunction with this Hulk Hunter, we're going to be made whole from all the stuff that we've been uh, we're missing this week that would have taken away from us this week i think the i think they will give us what we normally get monthly during the month as far as the war changes go i know we're going to talk about that i think that was a blatant oversight on them and they have no idea what they're doing when they're using a calculator and, and there's that for the t4 issue but okay. yeah i like for one of the milestones i know i think they smashed two together and they just didn't tell us and that that's the root of the problem is if they're taking things away, like when they take things away from the calendar or other milestones, and they don't tell us, while at the same time we see them taking away them, tell us, hey, don't worry about this, it's going to be placed over here instead. Well, it breeds frustration and drama in the community, and everyone just gets exhausted by it. I know yeah. you do. I know I do. It's like, oh I do. I mean, <laughs> that's all we look at in this. Now, you mentioned them taking this away. One of the big things they got taken away was that high roller milestone. Uh, yeah. What they did was combine it in that high roller milestone with the Stark R&D. So a lot of the rewards that we would have gotten in that high roller milestone are in here. And I guess... You're made whole when you look at all the rewards. One thing that the community uh, was mentioning this morning, though, is uh, there's no way to track how much gold you're spending at this point. Because now the points are tied with your gold and blitz. They're added up together. I like having that high roller milestone. This was what the blog post said, though, with the Stark R&D. During the event, the high roller milestone will be integrated with the milestone. So head to the Stark R&D milestone to claim the rewards for spending gold. But like you mentioned... It, it feels bad. Should they have separated these uh, milestones out like they've done with most of the milestones in the past? Or uh, why 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 do you think they did this? Is this to confuse people? What, yeah, what I, should they have done? I see no reason why to overcomplicate it by shoving them together like this. <laughs> like the Hyrule milestone and the Stark R&D milestone both could have had gold components and, and worked like at the same time it's not like when i use gold it only gets applied to the high roller or it only gets applied to stark r&d they could have been separate and it would have caused no issue instead they overcomplicated. and the only way to look at that in my eyes is they're trying to hide something and i think there's maybe a core difference in the amount that high roller gave and stark r&d gave 
Uh, somebody was saying that, I believe. So I think there's a small core difference we're getting daily I from it. But I believe it's 50 and 50, but I don't know how what yeah. the, how much you have to spend gold to get those cores and how much you have to spend on the Stark R&D right now. That's the part that's con confusing me. But you know, I, I didn't go back and calculate what we're missing. Yeah, me you neither. Know, they have two Stark R&D milestones. Why couldn't they just have those that high roller, make it easier, make it less complicated, but they got to convolute these events. So... Yeah, we get confused by this stuff. And I, I, I think that is their plan, though, to confuse us. And that has to be. Spending, yeah. spending. Because these, these events have been so complicated ever since they started these monthly milestone events. Now, one thing that complicated a lot of things, we mentioned a few things that got complicated by this, but is the update to the start times. So the launch of Marvel Strike Force typically had events start at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Going forward, they're updating start times to 2 p.m. Pacific. And that's because at the end of the workday, most of the team is gone. They want mm -hmm. the earlier time to increase the quality of the events. Not necessarily to increase the quality, increase their bug response. Because if they really yeah. wanted to increase the quality of the events, they could do something that I, I that you and me talk about. I don't know if they ever talk about it at the Scopely headquarters, but testing, the QA process. They could do that to increase the quality of the events, but they're, they're switching it over so they could respond to the bugs instead of uh, preemptively responding to them. And uh, this update, along with several other updates to the internal process, it's to put a greater focus on game stability and a smooth experience. Has, I mean, it's been, it hasn't even been a whole day, but this has led to nothing but uh, confusing times, uh, people not knowing when things are updated. And uh, one thing that I didn't want to mention, Dorky Dad. We now have three energy refreshes at different times. Server reset still is happening at 5 p.m. Pacific. We got this daily reset happening. It, for me, it happens at 1 a.m. in the morning. For It depends where you are in the world. And now we got this event reset time. So now we have six different times when uh, two of them were going in conjunction with each other. What do you, what do you think of these changes to the event start times? So theoretically, I like the idea of them moving it while they're still in the office. So Friday, it's like, oh, by the way, you broke everything. So-and-so is not in the Red Star Orbs. Everyone has opened up all their elites. Can you get on this? And normally they'd be like, later, nerd. Long weekend. We'll see you next time. We'll see you, we'll see you Tuesday because we don't work yeah. on Mondays either. <laughs> we got to figure exactly. out what to do on Monday. <laughs> so at least now we can be like, hey, you got three hours on the clock. Get to it. Like, So I, I like that. Uh, I don't like the extra... You know, times you're going to be tempted to log in. You don't need to log in at every story reset. You don't need to log in at the the daily refresh. You don't need to log in when events start. But we know, in particular, when events start, that's when all the bugs that benefit us happen, and you have a small window to, wait, to get wait, in wait. there and use there's them. Also, there's also bugs that don't benefit us, though. It's it is like you're opening an orb at server reset. Is yeah, this going to be a yeah. good bug that's happening, or is this a bad bug? You don't know. We don't know what what the bugs are when we add server reset or at uh, what what with this the the event reset now. Yeah, ex exactly. So it, I I don't know how to feel about this. Again, I'm I'm a little indifferent to it. Uh, and I and, and for this first time, because they're switching it, I kind of be like, I expected there to be miss ups because this is the first time. The next events that go live, if there's other mistakes, it's like, OK, like, come on, guys. I just gave you 30 bucks for some abomination charts. Figure your shit out. Stop it. Stop it, dorky dad. They don't they don't respect your $30. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, um, it is it is a new month, which means we got a new calendar. Have you seen the new calendar? 
dorky dad. I've been shown by hundreds of people the new calendar. Right. Let me, I'll, I'll be 101. Here's a new calendar, dorky dad. Yeah. Uh, there's, it looks... All right, we got some cores there. Misty Knight, kind of a boring, old, extremely farmable character going yeah. out of the meta. But uh, there used to be two million gold there that wasn't there. I think there was also silver promos there. And yep. this was added because this was to ease the strain on our gold. They were increasing our gold, and suddenly they take it away. So is this more nefarious means, or is this more errors on Skillfleet's part? I mean, it, I think this is just them forgetting that they did something good and they're like, oh, we don't do stuff good. Let's just go back to what we used to do. Uh, but hopefully, and, and this is something they should communicate if this is the case, that two million gold is coming at us in some other event that's going to be easily completable and maybe we don't have to wait the full month for it. Hopefully. It, but that's something that should be told to us on the bat. Like, hey, guys. The September calendar is not going to have gold in it, but uh, Stark R&D number two is going to have two million gold for doing one blitz attack. Like, tell us what's going on or expect backlash and expect people to be upset. Like, I'm thinking this got reverted. You know, their, fragile, their framework is very fragile. This is what the login calendars used to be in the past I, or, or the way I remember it, very similar to what it was. I think yeah. it got reverted. I don't think this was on purpose. And if it was... Even more trashy to do even more less to, to further strain our resources in this week of trash, Scopely. I mean, this this would be a bad decision if they did that uh, on purpose, which which they may have. But I think the more likely outcome is this got reverted because their, fragile, their framework is so fragile. Bugs that were corrected mysteriously pop up again. President Loki is still not being able to use it in combat right now because that bug was fixed and then broke again. I, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards that they screwed this up. I don't, I don't know if this was intended. Yeah, that, that's 100% believable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the other thing that was screwed up, and this was related to the time change, is this web store offer. We scroll all the way down to the bottom of the web store right now. Previously, there was an offer there for some energy, a premium orb, and progress towards the battle pass. Mm -hmm. It is gone. Now, the reports on Void Chat is saying that these are going to return, but at server resets. So basically, for an entire day, almost a day, we missed out on a whole thing. Are we going to get compensation for the energy, premium orb, and battle pass progress that we're missing? Or is this something that Scope is going to try to brush under the rug again? I mean, it's it's so little resources on either side that it would be foolish for them not to just give it to us in mail or let there be two for today's reset. Uh so like because someone on reddit is going to be petting be like give me my premium orb i want my wolverine shards give me my rta pass that you know was completed earlier this week anyway and give me the 100 energy which the 100 energy is great but the energy is good the energy is good yeah it, it's such a small thing for them to not to do it would be stupid so i expect them not to do it makes sense makes sense uh that's what it is yeah that's probably how it's going to end up they're not they're not going to give us anything i hope were wrong, but based on their previous things, uh, yeah, probably not there. Now, there are new milestones, though. This was uh, something also not communicated before. We mm -hmm. have two milestones. We have this Hulk Hunter Boaster Gamma, and 
is uh, this looks a lot like one of those previous web uh, one core offers uh the valley club this morning in chat was saying this is probably replacing that one core offer do you think this is something that we're going to get for this entire hulk hunter event or is this replacing the one core offers that we used to see in the store in the game this isn't enough to compensate for the one what the one core offers were because the one core offers were what three 375 or or 500 at some of them right I, I know last last month was 500 that was uh yeah it was it was 520 last month and before it was a little yeah. less so these are the actual fragments this is 2000 though of these mutated cells so right seems but like they, it's a little more but how often are you gonna do these hopefully every day if it's every day then i think it'll be even but because oh, they multiplied awesome. the hulk the hulk hunter by a factor of 10 this would need to be 5000 so actually it wouldn't even be equal it'd be 1000 less than before because they multiplied the hulk hunter by uh, a, a factor of 10 right that's so it's right. It, used to, it used to end at 5 uh, 50000 now it's 500000 yeah i, I didn't even notice the the change why why do you think they increased that so much uh, because higher numbers make the it orbs. easier to confuse people. The orbs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we got another one here. We got another uh, mm-hmm. milestone here, this joint venture milestone. Now this one, a little confusing. This is by getting those Alliance credits. And you can see I claimed all of them, but that was because I got yesterday's and I claimed today's already. So uh, if you want to do every other day, you could just claim all that stuff, get all these rewards. Or if you want to go in game and donate a little bit more to your alliance, this uh, is not an alliance-wide event. So if you go to the donation section here, uh, it is only what you claim. So if I'm claiming like this stuff here, that is going to be what I get. And I guess it's sort of related to your alliance. If you want to get all of these uh, milestones, though, you're going to have to spend some cores on a daily basis. Is it worth it for these L2 level or T2 level 4 ions? to spend those cores uh at least while this event is going live for the the t2 ions no that's such a small amount but for the gold orb yeah i'm i'm cool spending 50 cores a day along with i think it's like 10 or 12 people in my alliance i'm not sure the exact math on that but i'm cool all of us are cool with it we throw in 50 cores each and then we're walking away with a gold orb and a half as opposed to just uh the one gold orb you get for up to milestone five Okay, so does this do these make up for the la- for some of the things that we're missing here? I mean, if we have this running every day, does this is these T, geez, what is this called? T two level four ions. Does this make up for what we're missing from the war rewards? No, absolutely not. Because one day it gives you was that thirteen thousand seven hundred and fifty? Sorry, the the, uh, the the victory blueprint because we're missing some for victory blueprint. The war rewards are the oh, two okay. Yeah, that's my bad. No, my, uh, the the victory blueprint because we got a lot from victory blueprint. Yeah, that is that is now gone, but we're getting them from the war rewards. So I don't know. This this does this even out what we used to get from victory blueprint because we don't no. have one this month. No, that that gave like a million, didn't it? This is nowhere near. I, they, they put a giant crunch on the, the T2 blues. Yeah. And if they're sprinkling us 10,000 here, 10,000 there, like in a year, it'll even out. So, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know what to say. All about right. That. So 2023, we will be made whole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Now, one of the exciting things that, I, that occurred this week was their kit of Red Hulk. 
And mm. he looks so strong. Were you expecting Red Hulk to be this strong as Kit? Yeah, as a horseman, I thought he'd be super OP, and he's definitely OP. Uh, it's almost concerning how strong he looks. He's definitely going to be like uh, thrown on defense, mirror match it, or get lost kind of thing. Just his extra effects to the battlefield effect, I thought was really cool, and it opens up the door for new mechanics in the mode. So I like that. Um, the only thing I wish, and I know you wish this too, I wish they just like, oh no, our game got hacked, and Red Hulk is now what Hulk is, and Green Hulk, regular Hulk, is going to be the Horseman. Oh no, you know what I mean? Like that just reskin would be it. Cool, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, reskin the Hulk that is in the game. Make him the Red Hulk. Make him his normal size. Give a give a Red Hulk proper size character model, and the legendary is not Red Hulk. Make the legendary the Hulk. Yeah. Give him this kit. That would be so much. Fun. I like that idea. I didn't think of that. I, I sad. I didn't think of it. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. All right. But as far as kit goes, crazy. Yeah. What is your favorite kit about it? We have a new we have a new battlefield effect, gamma radiation. And the way it reads here, this battlefield effects, characters are gonna have different battlefield effects. The one that Red Hulk has is gamma radiation on enemy turn. Attack that enemy, 250% piercing, three bleeds, attack from this battlefield effect are unavoidable. It lasts until cleared or until the end of the match. My goodness, every turn enemy takes damage and bleeds. Is this gonna is this is this gonna break the game? Is this gonna break war? It's definitely gonna break this matchup. And I, I think it's gonna be a crazy mix of people throwing this nightmare on defense or just using it to get a sure win on offense. So at my level, yeah, I think it's gonna really screw things up. At lower levels where people don't take war uh, as like a second time job. A second part-time job rather i think you'll be okay and people are just going to use this to instantly destroy whatever the hardest defense they see is hopefully anyway all right initial thoughts in this gamma team and red hulk are you thinking offense for your uh, wars or defense no nah, it's going to be mandatory to put this on defense for us defense okay yeah is, is there a team that could counter this uh, off the rip, it doesn't really look like it. <laughs> so, so, like, the thing that Red Hulk does that's super crazy, he's got that Doom mechanic where you push him to 50%. He's like, nope, I'm going to take my turn yeah. now. I'm going to get all this energy. I'm going to ult you. And, hey, this is going to be an Omega Red Hulk. Actually, I'm going to flip all your buffs. I'm going to put this battlefield thing into effect. Oh, and if if you didn't activate me soon enough, I'm going to come in with a Lady Deathstrike special, and I'm going to turn me to rewind you for 30%. Oh, you wanted to try and Eternals me? Sorry, we don't start with defense up actually we can't even get defense up instead we just take 50 percent less damage get wrecked nerd get out of my face i don't see how another team is going to beat this i don't ah all right maybe maybe that's what these uh new spider weaver and all that stuff is for i don't know I, at least in cosmic crucible war this looks horrible though I'm, I'm hoping i don't run into this team on defense now yeah. war did get some changes this week some mm -hmm. of them for the better. The rewards we will talk about, but I think that my favorite thing about these uh, these war changes are these room updates, making it easier for offense. Instead of 40% max health, medbay is now giving 20. Barracks, instead of 20% uh, primary stats, now 10% and on the bridge. No more stealth, no more immunity, which screws up so many battles. Now you get defense up and offense up. You are someone that plays war a lot more hardcore than I am. What have these changes meant to you and your alliance? 
Well, we haven't faced a uh, challenging opponent yet. Actually, we're going to be we jumped into oh, a different zone. Oh, we're, we're, we're hunting. We're hunting Pants the Hulk today. So I'm pretty excited to okay. see what these changes bring. Nice. Uh, th- this is pretty exciting because like, the defense was so overwhelming. New character kits like Darkhold and even to an extent some Heroes Guardians, their stats scale so crazy. So when they start mm. reaching gear tier 16, level 90, all of a sudden, it, it it just didn't balance out. What we got from the armory and from hangar didn't balance out with cargo bay, barracks, and med bay. So this kind of brings it back into a more reasonable place. And then I know we're going to get into some of the team that got a new character and some buffs. And that, that seems to be a, a good sign as well. And then bridge, like you said, stealth and immunity. Darkhold, if you went in to fight a Darkhold in bridge and Morgan was stealthed. All right, I lose. Peace. Same with immunity. So that's good. Yeah, I do, I do want to talk about these character updates. I think they are good as well. I like these room bonuses, but let's let's uh, let's talk about the rewards. Okay. <laughs> these rewards, something's got better. We didn't have these T2 uh, level four ISO blue ions. We did get it from Victory Blueprint. We got a lot more from Victory Blueprint. So hopefully these mm. uh, mild these m- monthly events that are associated with Hulk Hunter do kind of make us whole with that. But uh, the big thing that a lot of people are complaining about is these T4s. We did get more basic catalyst, teal and orange. Uh, but yeah, removing T4 abilities, and it doesn't really affect players that probably been playing for over three years, but for newer players, removing these advanced basic catalyst parts uh, from the victory and uh, defeat matches, which is bad. I don't like that. So uh, this is the new rewards here. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than the T, let's, we'll talk about the T4s, but other than the T4s, is this is this uh, better or worse for you and your alliance? This is this is a lot better. Uh, and I like the fact that winning rewards more now, but also the, the tier that you're in. Like, I'm in Diamond. I think we're getting about 80 or something like that on the T4 L2. So it okay. both incentivizes winning your wars and does not it's the 85k and it does not incentivize shelling because then you're going to get less of what is right now the most premium currency in the game in those uh, t2 blue so yeah. i i think they did a good job ensuring people were going to try and win wars and also not uh shell which ruins the experience of uh newer players and weaker alliances and in, in, in what you have looked at as far as these new rewards, is there any chance that shelling will come back now that we have new rewards or because there's such a gap between these uh, leagues, the platinum, the diamond and the rest of them? Is there any incentive for shelling at this point that you can see? Only if Alliance really, really hates Apocalypse and does not want to unlock him. OK, so if you if you don't care about the T4 blues, then shelling can be a thing. But other than that, uh Not really. Okay. Not really. All right, let's talk about the big thing here, though. The T4s. We used to get T4s for winning. We used to get T4s for losing. Only place we get T4s now is in this reward section. Uh, Actually, no, at the leaderboards, at the end of the season. So every two weeks, we're getting some T4s. And for some alliances, it's a wash. But for other alliances like yours... I, I looked at the calculations that you did. You're losing a lot. How much? How many T4s are you losing on a season basis or a weekly basis or whatever? Whatever I uh, did the calculations based on. 
off the top of my head, I think it was around 40 or 50 or something like that. But if you just look is that at per, rank per one season or per war or per week, per, per season, per season, per season. OK, yeah. So like the easiest map is just to look at rank one. So rank one now gives 480. Okay. It used to give 300. So it's they added 180. But from each victory and defeat in diamond, you got 45. So it ended up being uh, a net negative loss of 90 T4s every two weeks, mm. which is a basic every month. And I mean, if they're going to hold on to these T4s as tightly as they do, that hurts. Um, I, I, I think it was just a stupid oversight, and I hope they can fix it. And also, I, I love the, the SBCs and the TBCs they're throwing in there. I don't like the fact that we need to wait this whole time to get those T4s. And I think it's I think it's just lazy coding like because they have those five rewards in the screen we were just looking at where it showed the T2 uh, yeah. blue ions because that has always had five slots, right? Like it used to be T4s and then SBCs or ABCs, whatever it was, the, the purple ones used to be in those two spots. Yeah. And I think it, they were so lazy they didn't want to code in a sixth graphic there and squeeze yeah. everything together to put the T4s. That's the only thing I can think of why to make this change. It's just like, okay, like, geez, All right, so not as much maliciousness, more oversight, stupidity, and laziness. Yeah, terrible at math. They're terrible at math. All right, so that, that gives me hope. I hope you're right. Because if that is the case, laziness and all an oversight, that means that we can get some stuff back. So hopefully you're watching this, Scopely, Boundless. Mm -hmm. Give us our stuff back that you removed this week. This the stuff that we talked about and the stuff that we're going to talk about. And, and also, yeah, make please don't throttle my account because I'm being harsh. I'm tired of opening three red stars for new characters. Please unthrottle my account. All right, I going had, on. I, I, I had that throttle, it seemed, for about six months where I had no good pulls, just making rage videos. Seems yeah. like I'm getting some fives, some fours, but uh, it's not what it used to be. I used to get some sixes sometimes, but yeah. No, no yeah, more, no more throttling of the country creators accounts, no matter how much trash we talk about you, Scopely. Exactly. All right. All right, let's talk about some good things. These character updates, Dark Hunters mm -hmm. got better. Mordo is now a Dark Hunter, and El this is probably my favorite change, more than the Mordo thing. Removing Deathproof Acidic characters because this is a character, uh, this is an attack that when the character is killed, they cannot be revived. So mm -hmm. Heroes for Hire, screw you, Shang-Chi <laughs> yeah. and Dirty Dirty Colleen Wing. This is going to remove that Deathproof. This is my favorite, but Mordo, Mordo got a lot better as well, especially with that Dark Hunter tag. What, what, are, what are the favorite things that you have seen from this Dark Hunter rework? So, yeah, I really like this rework because there was this nightmare team where you would take out Iron Fist or Red Guardian right in the center of the team. And what that would do is it would force your Morbius to go either left or right. And two yeah. of the Hero Fryer members wouldn't get covered in the debuffs. Now, if Colleen and Shang-Chi were on the side that didn't get covered in the debuffs, your chances of losing that fight shot up exponentially. Right. Mm. So I like this change because it helps Elsa finish off Misty and Luke Cage, if they are chosen immediately like that, like they're just gone at that point. And what it. that helps you do is focus on the other two. You still might lose because you need to kill them. I think it's four times total, right? Two times each and then a final time. So I guess six times total. Uh, so that that still sucks. But then they threw in Mordo and he comes and he helps that as well with extra blinds and 
um, stuns and everything like that. So this, I think, was a direct result of people using the Red Guardian Heroes for Hire team. It's not the perfect answer, but it does help. So I, I like it, even though my mortal's not built and they're forcing me to build a new character for it. Yeah, I mean, he has a Dark Hunter tag, though. Yeah, You are a Scourge expert. I want to talk about uh, his value in Scourge, but has these changes actually, uh, it's probably helped individual battles, but do you think this has changed any of your wars that you've had so far? Yeah, I mean, every every single loss hurt, right? And it used to be we were going above 48 losses, maybe above 72 losses, and maybe 10, 11 of those losses could have came to bad RNG facing the Red Guardians Heroes for Hire. This you know, negate some of that. So hopefully we'll be clearing one energy prior to what we were before this. Nice, nice. And 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 for a lot of people that weren't getting full clears, hopefully getting full clears, getting more war credits and just getting more resources into your economy. Yeah. Uh, the next team that got changed, A-Force. Now, they had a few changes. They had some stealth changes that uh, were reverted. These changes weren't all communicated properly. I mean, Mortal yeah. was a mess when he first went live. Uh, Captain Marvel was there, but we're getting some extra stealth buffs from uh, Nico that are in the game now that uh, worked even better than they did before because now she's giving speed to A-Force allies. Previous to the corrections, she was giving it to all allies. Jessica Jones got some changes as well. Uh, what result have you seen from A-Force? Are they now able to take out some high-level young Avengers, which is the four of them, or do they still need Doom? No, they don't need Doom anymore. Uh, in fact, Namor slots in great with them now. Okay. Um, so he has a temporary home until he gets, a hopefully, eventually a Wakandan tie-in, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so A-Force is much better now. The extra speed that Jessica Jones gets when debuffs go out and the extra energy she gets, she's just popping off her special like every single time, feeding up a bunch of uh, energy and everything else to her entire team. Uh, and then you had Captain Marvel, the, the crit on alt. It, it seems like a bait almost. It baits you into thinking, oh, maybe she's a, a raider now. Well, she doesn't have that Elsa effect, right? Like she needs to go through death proof still, and yeah. Striker is kind of the best way to go through that death proof on the the ISO attack kills through it, right? So, um, I, I wouldn't take that bait. And then the other change was Nico giving speed up. Oh man, Nico giving speed up to her entire team, not just A Force, elevated this team to like just, just, just barely underneath Weapon X. When Nico was giving speed up to characters like Doom, you were able to take Ooh. on a team like, <laughs> oh yeah, you were able to take on a team like Young Avengers, but with Dormammu, and, or you were able to sub in Dormammu with your A-Force and take on Darkhold. It, it, it completely changed how the meta could have played, in my opinion, for the better, but unfortunately they took that off. Now I'm still hearing A-Force with Doom can beat Young Avengers Dormammu if your A-Force is strong enough to kill Dormammu right out the gate because okay. Dormammu is faster than Doom and that, that causes issues there, right? But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, on the whole, positive change. But but they, they were so close to just being awesome and now they're just okay. They're okay. All right, so uh, I was able to beat uh, Young Avengers. Slight punch-up with Namor. It wasn't a very big one. Uh in your experience, these big ones still get taken out with Namor as well? Does it matter the size, or was it just because I was facing a smaller Young Avengers with my A-Force you know, and Namor? 
You know what? When I was doing the big punch ups, it was when Namor was also getting the speed up, so that could have changed things. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So I, did, I, I know I it helps, one, but I did one after the Namor stuff, or the uh, the um, this one got reverted. What is her name again? Uh, Nico. After the Nico speed up got reverted, they still won. Uh, then I was happy. I wasn't sure if they would do that. So I guess uh, right at least with the smaller Young Avengers, the Namor is effective fifth. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're facing some of those crazy Dormammu Young Avengers, then I guess you still need Doom. Uh, yeah. And we will talk about the actually. Let me. We we're gonna go to the Dark Hunters talking about the Scourge event because the Morgan Lefay Scourge event is back. Do you think that this will make any difference in their viability for the Rogue Scourge event for these A Force characters? Oh, 100% no. No. Okay, there's still no. sacrifice team. No A-Force, no Inhumans for Scourge. No, because everything's hidden behind war. Like, even the Nico speed up on Spawn is hidden behind war. The extra energy to Jessica Jones is hidden behind war. Uh, no. Okay, no. okay. All right, yeah. now we also got some more changes, some more nerfs coming this week. And if we go to this uh, all the way down at the bottom, what they said about this is that they are making character uh, is in the character availability section the current raid season ending on september 4th so this coming sunday will be the last season to get ghost spider shards mm-hmm. into rewards we intended her and silver server to be a special reward in the raid season milestones so going forward we do not plan to put another character in and at least for me, this is very disappointing considering the backlog of characters that we had I, i've shown this a mobile game here yesterday this whole list, every single character on here is unfarmable, which is very, very disappointing. They could have used this as an opportunity to make one of these characters more farmable. I know they mentioned Icarus and Cersei would be farmable uh, later in the, uh, later, very soon, but they still have not been uh, farmable. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you think of these changes? Uh, what, what could they have done that's a little more appeasing to the community? Who should they have put in here instead? Or, or are you fine with them not having a character here? Because before Silver Surfer, there was nothing. Before Ghost Spider, there was a little break between Silver Surfer and Ghost Spider, so there was nothing for a while. Does this annoy you as much as it does me, or are you over it? <laughs> no, I... So, yeah, I'm over it. But also, I okay. think it's a foolish decision on their part. It's it's so stupid of them not to say slap Cersei in there. Because they, they're they're dragging their feet on putting Cersei. Well, you put Cersei in here, you're you know dripping out twenty whatever shards of Cersei to everybody. You get to keep her in there longer than what is needed for like whales to finally finish their Cersei, right? Mm. So then they're getting ultimate shards. So, but you can say, oh, she was in there for a long time. You were getting. It's such a short-sighted thing to do not to put at least one of these older characters that should have been farmable by now not in there you know your kate yeah. your your cersei your icarus your nico put nico in there nico's stats don't even matter so giving extra stars out for her right. just makes you look better not dumb even madeline Pryor, she matters oh my god nothing. nobody cares about her throw her in there <laughs> but if they put in an unfarmable character that would be better than nothing right a hundred percent yeah hundred <laughs> percent I mean, yeah, all, all those good characters would be awesome, but they could put a trash character like Madeline and it, it, the community wouldn't be as upset. Easy win, Scopely, that you could have taken. But no, we got nothing now, so trash, trash, You know trash. what's happening? They're waiting so long that when they're putting these characters that literally don't matter anymore out, nobody cares. Magic, <laughs> we talked about this last time. Magic was farmable. I didn't know. Guess what? 
I'm not farming her daily. She doesn't matter. Madeline Pryor, they could throw her on Heroes 1-1. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody. The team, the team's irrelevant. Like, it, it, they, they drag on too long. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there is a character that did become farmable this week, and it is Dr. Voodoo. Now... Like you said, they, they the Dark Hunters, they, they are used for a Scourge event. I know a lot of people have already finished that uh, Scourge event for Morgan Le Fay. How big of a factor is this? Is this someone that you're going to just not farm, use your resources elsewhere like you did with Magic? Or is Dr. Voodoo as important for you because he's a war character on this uh, revitalized Dark Hunters team? Well, he's, he's all kit, right? So yeah. I have a six red six yellow right now if i get his seventh star it'll also be red but that does nothing except increase his survivability he's he's all kit um as i honestly again i can't believe i'm saying this i didn't know he was farmable yet i thought it was like next week or something so i have to go and him i might do because what we were just talking about how that red guardian heroes for hire can kind of go south yeah so him i might be more inclined to do um but for other people I, it, it's hard to say, you know, hard spam, farm him, refresh to farm him, because he is all kit. All right. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's good in that Scourge event. And uh, speaking of yeah. that Scourge event, it did come back earlier uh, yesterday, actually. Yep. Now, uh, are you changing up a different strategy? Because while we can't get charged for Morgan Le Fay, if you already have a seven star there's some pretty good ranking reward or uh, milestone rewards here, all the way up to 1.5 million. Where where did you score the last time on this Morgan Lafayette event? What is a, like a realistic number that we could expect for this uh, milestones? Uh, on the last one, I threw up like 1.9 for fun. This one oh, I did okay. I did exactly 1.5 here. It took me about 20 minutes, so free rewards, and it was great. Okay, and uh, what difficulty? How many scourges do you have to put on for exactly 1.5 million? Ooh, I don't know the exact number. I do have it saved, though. So I did do difficulty okay. eight. You okay. do all of the nodes. And I did uh, no heal block, uh, 20% healing reduction. I did anything that involved uh, energy. So okay. like when you gain energy, when you ultimate, it gives energy. All that is all manageable. And then I also did when you block, you get stunned. And I think that was actually it. And okay. that gave me exactly 1.5 million on the top right, and then I got extra efficiency, so I ended up doing like 1.55 or something like that. Nice, nice. So just the yeah. rewards and done. Now, the question that I did want to ask earlier, I wanted I wanted to wait till we got here, though. How big a factor was Mordo now that he has that Dark Hunter tag? I know you said you didn't build him up too much, yeah. but did just him getting that tag make a difference in your strategy in nodes 5 and 10? So me, no, because mine's still 65. But I do have a friend, Javier McSpasm, who did full Dark uh, dark Hunters against No. 10 with 206 Scourges on. So that was like a 1.9 million run. Uh, so the way Mordo helps is he's got those stunts, he's got blinds. He's very helpful, but it's no easier than if, say, you did the Spider-Man method where you keep resetting till Spider-Man dodges and then you can put defense down on everybody oh. that oh, way. Yeah. So it makes it no better, but it does let you, say, finish Node 5 in an uglier state. Like, I don't need to have my Spider-Man alive with his special up if I have Mordo built. So he, uh, okay. he gives you a little bit of leeway there. On that on that last node, and you have to you don't have to have it absolutely perfect for that Node 5, is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that, that's a good thing, then. Less less resets, saving time. The, the RNG is less of a factor. Um, yeah. 
All right. I told you it was a big week. We also had <laughs> Pocket Dimension return this week. We were wondering when it was returned. We've had it falsely launched a couple times, and now it, uh, it actually launched this time. The disappointment, the good thing is the rewards, they were still pretty good. The bad thing is that the character that was associated with this was Ghost Spider, who yeah. was in the raid season milestones for so long, who yeah. is farmable right now in the arena store. Uh, what what do you think of Pocket Dimension overall? And then and then I wanted you to talk about the uh, Ghost Spider. Your feelings on Ghost Spider being that character? Yeah. So the rewards are great for me and probably for you as well. This is like a set of team throw it on auto, and it takes me ten minutes to get through it. I get these free rewards. I spend them immediately, and then it's like it never happened. But I have a couple new gear tier fifteen and maybe a new gear tier sixteen character. So it's cool. Yeah, I, I liked it as well. I, I put it on auto. I think the last one I had to use two teams because I didn't want to play. I just wanted to auto it. Um, yeah. But let's talk about Ghost Spider. Yeah. What could they have done instead? Who could they have put in? Because, I mean, honestly, this stuff is just lines of code. Some zeros and ones on your phone on the back end. What could they have done instead? What could have done to make the community a little more happy, a little more excited that Pocket Dimension finally coming back? Uh characters that they've been super stingy on they could have threw in here and given us a hundred shards of them which made it made a difference for some people you know yeah. sunfire had a super terrible release method echo had a super terrible mm. release method um you know what even if they threw like spider punk in here people might have been a little bit more warm to it because he's in that rng arena yeah, orb. yeah i guess he's still so, an orb and he was he was there the first time right oh no 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 that's scarlet never mind yeah so it's like it's like there, there's so many other characters they could have done that wasn't a character that was in the raid milestones for so long uh and it, it, i think it just shows a disconnect they have with the player base and and not giving us stars on these characters especially like yeah, especially like uh, Agatha and stuff like that. It's just, mm. you know, if you want Gambit. Pocket Gambit. Dimension. They could have shown Gambit in here. Uh, the community oh, so hyped for Gambit in here, but. That's nah, it. Just, just gear, just gear. At least, at least we didn't have to spend as much time as we did on uh, the first few times when Scourge happened to get all this proper. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not some great character shards, but at least it didn't take that long. All right, we also had Nowhere Heist return. We talked about the missing dark promo credits. Nowhere mm -hmm. Heist uh, came back this week. Uh, we got a few dark promo credits. How many times do they need to bring this back in a month to kind of make up for what we're losing from these abomination milestones? Oh, I don't know. It depends how high you are, right? So for me, because SPCs are a little bit more prevalent now, I actually did gear tier 14 my rocket and star lord so i'm on like okay. the second last one I, I can't find the value in bringing rocket and star lord up to level 80 and all that with so many characters that not even for more. those elite seven credits and those dark promo credits that they're making so like resource uh they're making it so limited there's make, uh, it's hard my, to get them my nobu is already seven red stars i don't need to have oh, an sweet. elite seven orb to pull another one from you know <laughs> Uh, you've won. You've won, Dorky Dad. Why are you yeah. still playing? You have a seven-red noble. You've won the game. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they, I think they would need to run this like two times a month to to add up to what the uh, the dark promos we got in the monthly long events gave us. Yeah, the run, running yeah. all these events twice a month. Uh, Nowhere highs, uh, chaos theory, block party, all this stuff. Just run it, run it twice a month instead of once a month or or every other month like some of these run. Heck yeah. Uh, all right, you ready for more Spider Weaver? 
Let's do it. All right, there is more Spider-Weaver in the blog post. So let's talk about uh, what we know that was not in that Game Informer article. The latest on, actually, this is about the blog. So we're gonna get more about her tomorrow in the blog. The Tangled Web, we're gonna find out more about 2099, Noir, Cosmic Crucible, the season. We're getting a new, uh, the first official season. Preseason is going over and more Hulk cards or events. It looks like we have data mines of all of these things. So mm -hmm. Spider Weaver, especially granting allies additional max health and reducing enemy accuracy. Now we discussed this uh, enemy accuracy uh, before we started recording. Is is Heimdall already a counter to this, this uh, tangled web team? Yeah, it kind of seems that way, right? I thought Heimdall just stopped blinds, but he also gives 100% accuracy, which is awesome. Um, the thing about the Asgards is they're pretty slow. Uh, so we're going to have to see what kind of characters or what kind of speed and what kind of damage uh, the Tangled Web and, and plus the two that you plug in there are going to bring, right? So, like, if you do Eternals with Tangled Web, I'm sorry, don't bring oh. your Asgards in there. That's not going to work out for you. <laughs> but, yeah, Eternal. so it, it's an interesting idea. I like the, the theory behind it. We were talking also about unavoidable attacks, right? Like the Bionic Avengers, everything's unavoidable, so it doesn't matter if your accuracy is down. You're just going to yeah. you're gonna hit, which is great. So there might be some build encounters, which does give hope that maybe this is going to be a offensive focused team so we'll have to see nice now the other thing she's doing wall charge lowering the accuracy even more and synergize applies stealth or tangle web allies on spawn generates ability energy when they're attacked in cosmic crucible she's going to increase uh, allies health and apply barrier on spawn so they're going to have barrier they're going to be um stealth and they're going to get, get a lot of uh, energy, and they're going to lower accuracy for everybody. Uh, is this is this screaming more offense or defense for you? It screams defense for me, which is why I was worried. Yeah, I don't like the defensive teams. Yeah. All right, uh, so that is that is that is about Spider Weaver. Let me know your thoughts, and it looks like we're going to get the full kit in the blog post tomorrow. So uh, make sure you guys are on for uh, the live stream that we do in the blog post reaction. Next thing, Cosmic Crucible. We talked about the preseason ending soon. The data mine says. Cosmic Crucible preseason ending soon. The last tournament will be next week. Now, this says next week. We don't have a timeline for this, but they said they're preparing season one. There won't be a Cosmic Crucible from September 12th to September 14th. So, and maybe this may be something going out next week in, uh, in, in game. It looks like uh, they're going to finish. You need to finish strong for the best possible rewards. It looks like there are some uh, ranking preseason ranking rewards that they're doing on this. Why, why do they need to take that away from us? Why would they take away a full week of Cosmic Crucible for this? Just run uh, run it anyway. And then, uh, they're so, so blatant it is the in their first week squeezing. of September and the Abomination. They're, they're taking stuff away. They're taking Crucibles away. They're taking all that stuff. They're taking Crucible away previously. Remember when they did all those changes to the rooms the first time? And yeah. they, we missed like a few days of Crucible there. Let's do it again. Hopefully they compensate us with some actual currency that we could actually buy something in the store. Because I think last time when they moved it back, they gave us like a thousand currency and we couldn't do anything with that. But coming with season one, more leagues, new global and stage rules, uh, new global and stage rules again, and a new Cosmic Crucible team, which looks to be the Tangled Web team. Uh, do you think this is the same thing or this is another error? New global and stage rules. And then again, are, are we getting our third and fourth iteration of these global and stage rules, Dorky Dad? Uh, maybe 
maybe that's just saying there's going to be two new rooms. I don't know. It could just be a data mine error. I just want to get back to one second to the Cosmic Crucible September 12th to 14th. It's not going to be there. I know some people from Scopely watch this. Hey, no Crucible that week. Screams run tower. Give oh, us a tower. Give us something to do. That is an excellent idea. That 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 game mode is long overdue. That was actually fun. Yeah. Pocket Dimension had some good rewards. Tower mode for me was actually fun. So that is a good idea. Scopely, take Dorky Dad's idea. I like a lot of your ideas on this uh, video there. Um, so yeah, Cosmic Crucible. We'll see what these changes are. Uh, I know this is exciting for you. Strike Pass. <laughs> Valkyrie is coming, so Yay. people are wondering when is Valkyrie going to be farmable? It is right here in the Strike Pass, yeah. same way Silver Surfer and Captain Sam were farmable. Uh, I know we talked about saving money because of this trashy Hulk Hunter event. Are you going to be purchasing this one for Valkyrie? Yeah, I got I, I to gotta purchase all the Strike Passes oh to my keep goodness. up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm only going to buy one character offer for new characters going forward. That's that's my concession. Uh, even, <laughs> even for videos or just for personal use? Not personal use, for everything. Uh, everything, okay. <laughs> all right, let me know. Does this Strike Pass excite you guys? At least at least this is not one that you have to blitz for and do that mm. trashy RGA for. This is just stuff you get from daily play, but I don't know. All right, so we got more information about Spider-Woman. Now, this is a different name change in the data mine here. Uh, Jay Benelli is what the data mine says, which is different than what it said in the uh, blog post here, or the uh, Game Informer article. Nasheji Ashadi. So one of this is going to be correct. I, it seems like this one is an easier name to pronounce. It would seem like this is the name rather than the one that's on the Game Informer article. What do you think the name of this character is going to be? The one in the data mine? I really hope it's the one you have highlighted here because I feel like I can learn this one and not be a meathead. Like, I don't want to always sound like a meathead when I'm trying how to pronounce how that. Would you how would you pronounce this one, Dorky Dad? Not doing it. Nope. Not trying. Uh, you're, you're, smart, on your own. you're a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And last but not least, we have data mines about the She-Hulk event. And it looks like we're going to get information about that in tomorrow's blog post. But... We're going to need to collect briefcases. The rewards for this are shields to turn out law costume, which I think it looks cool. But when you put it on the field with the rest of the Gamma team, it looks kind of out of place. So yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that now that uh, we see the full Gamma team. We're getting She-Hulk shards. This one has a neck this time. Irradiated <laughs> blood, mutated cells, and a five red star She-Hulk. I guess that is good. And uh, if you're thinking about purchasing another star for your She-Hulk, don't. Wait till after the event. Yeah. Um, and then it looks like for this, more blitzing. How exciting is that, Dorky Dad? I, I'm getting pretty over blitz, but <laughs> the, the way they do it at least lets me keep up with my war attacks. That's the only upside I can think of when I see blitz events. Now, are you still eliminating, with all these blitzing that we've had to do for a Hulk Hunter, uh, or a Hulk Buster, excuse me, the one that we have going on right now with blitzing with our Bionic Avengers, and now this one coming up, uh, that, that is a lot of blitzing. Are you still maintaining your under two hour uh, screen time? That oh, Jesus, no. Said that, no, okay. No, oh no. <laughs> All right, and we, we can blitz with Gamma, so that She-Hulk is gonna help. Fighting Force, Battle in War, and playing three war battles with A-Force. So hopefully okay. this, is a, this is a friendly event. Just predictions right now. Will this be a friendly or an unfriendly event? I feel like this is going to be friendly for me and moderate for most people. 
Okay. Because normally when they have this gear tier in there, that has a lot of weight. And both my A-Force and all my Gamut characters are all at gear tier 15, if not 16. So I feel like this will be easy for me, but other people might have to do a, a bunch more. Blitzing as well for this one, right? Mm, yeah, the blitzing and yeah. war attacks and everything. Another convoluted event having to calculate a bunch of different things to figure it out is what it seems there. So Yeah. Eh, I guess it's, it's, it's not as good for players. It's good for content creators that uh, try to explain this stuff to the community and figure this stuff out. Uh, there was a rumor, Dorky Dad, that uh, Ultron may be getting a rework as a part of a Dark Avengers team going along with Sentry. And the mm. second part of that rumor is that Sentry actually may be Death Horseman. Now, I, I think the, the likely candidate is still Angel or Archangel. Who do you think is going to be Death Horseman based on uh, what we've seen as far as the rumors that are circulating around the community? Well, there's that data mine showing Archangel uh, in some of the files. It, it literally reads Morgan, Rogue, Red Hulk, Archangel. Okay. Um, so I, I'm strongly leaning towards Archangel right now. We're due for a raid team. Mutant is the, by far the weakest section in the raid. Uh, I'm also super disappointed, though, that that would be the case because then there's two mutant teams for Horsemen. Because if, it, if it's a raid team, it has to be a full mutant team, right? So that yeah. that really bothers me that they're forcing us to build these characters for Apocalypse and then they're doubling up on mutant team. Uh, not a super fan of that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, Sentry would be fine. Ultron, when you said Ultron, a new team, I died a little inside because of dark promo credits. Like... How are we supposed to keep up? I, I, I know the answer is you're not supposed to, but keeping That's, up with Red Stars on Morgan, Rogue, and now Ultron 2, and then Red Hulk, and then Ark, it's just like, oh my god, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. All right, so if if the rumor about Ultron and Sentry turned out to be true on this new Dark Avengers team, it, it seems like it'd be preferable, at least for you, because it wouldn't be all this mutant gear. You know, we got to gear up a lot of mutant characters yeah. for the Unlimited X-Men. If we have to gear up an Excalibur team now for the, the other horsemen, that's a lot of mutant gear that we're going to need. So I, I think I would prefer the uh, Dark Dark Avengers and Sentry and Ultron just for that. But, I mean, thematically, the way I see death is Angel and Archangel, not Sentry. Yeah. Who, 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 are, who do you prefer from that standpoint? Just thematically what you're, what you're used to. Well... Because I do think it's going to be a raid team, so I if it has to be Sentry, who I guess would probably be Bio or Mystic, then I would have to go Archangel because mm -hmm. I'd rather a mutant team. Okay. Uh, but I was I was kind of hoping for a skill character. I was hoping for like uh, Hawkeye's wife there, Mockingbird or Mockingjay. I was oh, hoping for something out, out out of left field that would be more exciting. But it is. Yeah, I mean, West Coast Avengers were teased earlier this year, but apparently yeah. they have a lot of characters that they have the kits done, the character models done, and they're just waiting for the right time to market them the the most. Yeah. All right. Have you seen She-Hulk episode two? I've seen two and three. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I want to discuss two with you. And if yeah. you guys have not seen She-Hulk episode two, spoiler warning, guys, uh, skip ahead to the next part in the timestamps. But uh, She-Hulk episode two, so not today's episode, the episode from last week, was, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. What, what are your thoughts on it? I'm loving the show. I think it's funny. My wife loves it. She can kind of relate to it more, which is great. So it's something we both look forward to every day or not every day, but every week. Yeah. Um, and I think it's witty. And I think some of the, the complaints 
about like the CGI and the the woman protagonist. Like I, I'm just not buying into that. I actually don't mind the CGI at all. I think it looks fine. Um, the story seems pretty cool. It's definitely not your traditional Marvel show where there's lots of action and everything like that, but it, it still works for some reason. And uh, maybe it's my love for Hulks in general, but I'm really enjoying the show. I, I'm I'm feeling the same, brother. I, I'm liking this show. Uh, I, I you know as far as the CGI, it's not been distracting to me. I know a lot of people yeah. complained about it in the trailer. I I haven't really noticed it now. This shot we're seeing is of the family dinner. In episode yeah. one, they said, I'll see you at the next family dinner. Where the heck is Bruce Banner in this scene? <laughs> uh, wait, I'm trying to remember if that's from the right episode. It is. He's in space. Where's he going? He is in space. Is he going to get his own movie finally? Is this, well, I, I, I have heard in the comics he had a son on Sakaar. Does he actually have a son on Sakaar? Is he going back there for that? Or is it something to do with the Kree? Are they bringing him back to Sakaar and that battle planet? Or is it something else? Is it something totally different? Where, where, where are you leading towards? I really hope they're doing a Scar angle. That's his son, uh, who's like this savage Hulk, but he uses weapons and, and he's really like he, he's, he'd be a return to Savage Hulk instead of Professor Hulk, which I, I prefer Savage Hulk myself. So I, I would like, love a story like that. And uh, yeah, much better than the Kree. Kree's kind of boring in my you know, everything Hulk. Everything should be about the Hulks. Every story. Phase two of or phase four, five, six should be about leader. It. it should be yeah, it should all be about Hulk. Dude, give Hulk <laughs> his own series and bring him back to the real Hulk. Screw that Professor Hulk, the 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 human Hulk. I want that crazy Hulk from the Incredible Hulk back with Edward Norton. That was the Hulk. Yeah. You know, not getting pushed by a Jeep, ripping a Jeep apart and like, come on, let's go. That's the Hulk I want. That's what see, I want to see. I'd be fine if they do Professor Hulk up to a point and then there's a point in the fight where he, it's just it's just too much for him he loses the the calm coolness and then he goes like super saiyan hulk he's like he just starts going crazy i think that's what yeah. meatheads like me and and i guess you like i, yeah. I want to see him go savage and just yeah. start wrecking stuff that. so three hulks you got the bruce banner version the professor hulk and the full rage version is the real hulk that we've yeah. seen the I, 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 I can dig that i can dig that now, what is happening with Abomination? He he seems so sincere. I believed him. You see, he was working for the government. He was right. The government told him yeah. to do that. They gave him the stuff, and, and now they're screwing him by putting him in prison. And then we got the scene from Shang-Chi that he escaped. Now, yeah. I think all that happened before the, all the events of She-Hulk. Yeah. What do you think is going to be a result of that? Are, are they going to say, hey, no parole for you, or... Actually, you might know already. So uh, after you saw episode two, what did you think you're going to do? What they're going to do with Abomination? So I'll speak on what I thought after After uh, episode episode two. two, Yes, yes. Which was that I believe him. I believe he's reformed because in Shang-Chi, when he had that fight with Wong, I think it was an after credit scene where you saw Wong, you saw Abomination in the locker room and they were yeah. talking, right? And he said, like, I told you if you go too far, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So it seemed like they were working together. We know Wong is a good guy. That led me to believe that Abomination was kind of on the up and up. So I, I think he is reformed. Now, will he get out? You're going to have to watch a show. Uh, I think it's it's a cool storyline and, and the dynamic where he's writing haikus and him, him and Hulk had a talk. I thought that was really cute and funny. I was like, ah, okay. Like, Did it, you see on it, Twitter they're really at least one of those haikus 
No. I'll, no. Try to, I'll try to find that. I'll try, I'll try to put the link there. But they released one of those haikus in there oh, on man. Twitter for the Shiok page. Let me, let me actually see if I can find it here. But, yeah, it was. It, it, I enjoyed it. And I think I uh, enjoy what uh, you are, that it's it's it's... I don't. I don't mind the. Uh, it's not as action packed as some of the other ones that I've seen. Some of the other uh, Marvel properties, but yeah, it's it's. I, I enjoy the show. I think it's good. Yeah, it's fun. It, the only critique I have of it is it, the other shows were all like forty minutes long, right? Like these shows are twenty five. It's your traditional thirty minute episode. She Hulk is. Hmm, I feel yeah. like the other ones were longer. Yeah, I think they had hour episodes, but I, was, I think WandaVision was also half an hour episodes or 40 minutes shorter episodes as well. So yeah. it might just be uh, individual problems. All right, Dorky Dad, and that is it for this edition of your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. We talked about a lot. Any final thoughts? Yeah, like I don't have any expectations for them to fix everything, but I do have some advice. Ooh. If you do plan on fixing things, communicate that with us. Tell mm. us the two million gold that was in the calendar that disappeared. Hey, we're going to throw that on a blitz or something, because right now people are very upset. People are very angry. If you want to get rid of that instantly, just a little bit of communication. Tell us where everything is, if it's not where it's supposed to be, and we can all move on from there. I agree. If, if, if you are making us whole and you do plan to do that, tell us now so that uh, we could re we could reduce some of this anger and rage. If you're not, then uh, reconsider that. Make us whole for all the stuff we're missing and stop with this far unfarmable characters. We need more farmability. Reduce the yeah. farmability crisis that we're going through right now. Uh, those are the, those are the two things. Give us, make us whole and make more characters farmable. Uh, anything uh, that you have coming up this week, Dorky Dad, that you want to promote or anything else? Yeah, my alliance, Baby Yoda, is hunting down Pants of Hulk yes. right now today. That's going to be a fun YouTube video, so make sure you check that out. Uh, I want to check that out. Good luck. I yeah. hope you guys smash the Pants of Hulk. Me too. <laughs> All right. And that is it, guys. That is it. The links to his channel, his Twitch, everything is going to be down below, so make sure you check him out. Check out his videos. There's awesome content, especially around these Scourge events and all these uh, confusing type of events, so check out his channel. Uh, if you have not already subscribed to this channel, hit that subscribe button. We guys we have at least five Marvel Strike Force videos per week on this channel. And uh, yes, let YouTube know that you enjoyed this video if you did by hitting that thumbs up button. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, give this a nice review, whatever you're listening to. And I will see you guys next time. Check me out on Twitter and have a great rest of your day. Are you ready for that Hulk fist bump, dorky dad? I look forward to it every time. I look forward to it too. And I look forward to it as well. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it so much, I can't even speak correctly. All right, Hulk, Fist Bump, Valley Planet, Dorky Dad, out. Have a great rest of your day, guys.